a highly functioning brain can be like a two-edged sword you might be super creative or smart at what you do but sometimes your own intelligence can act against you in a lot of cases when you share your fears with someone or your reasons for worry with someone they either reject the fear or make fun of it which doesn't really help you improve your state i'm sharing this episode because sometimes the life of a new artist or a young kid or an entrepreneur can get really lonely we all have colleagues and friends but it's not that easy to find people who can connect to you at the same frequency i will be sharing 10 of my most powerful to the point and practical thinking models that have helped me overcome my worst fears no matter what people say to you you're not weak minded or soft you just need to practice calibrating your own emotions and thoughts in a way that encourages you and not pulls you down so without wasting any further time let's get right into it this is ansh mehra and you are listening to episode 19 season 2 of take it easy crazy how everyone is trying to learn about making money or looking successful but very few people are seeking tutorials that teach us about our own mind and body you'd have to listen to this episode again and again to really make it a part of your conscience i'm not a psychologist i am not a therapist i am not the solution to your problems i am here to introduce new perspectives just an open practical to the point chat that i wish i had with someone when i faced my fears for the first time one way is to simply listen and consume and the other way is to actually make it a part of your thinking models when you make it a part of yourself your entire perspective begins to change and when your perception changes the experience that you have in reality changes completely it's not a temporary escape or distraction it's actually the beginning of a transformation and i'm not going to call it permanent because as you crush one fear a stronger one comes at you to test you again it's a journey without a fixed destination so here are the 10 steps not in a particular order but yep these are the 10 steps step number 1 don't trivialize your fears you would hear a lot of people saying stuff like ah but so many people have it worse than you you need to be grateful for what you have you know stop worrying about this nonsense or something like come on chill out dude this is not even a big deal this is not even a real fear it's common to get such patronizing comments when you share your fears with someone don't let them get to your heart if you've heard the previous episodes on the show you'd know that it doesn't matter how big or small your fear is because big or small themselves are subjective terms everyone feels the same kind of pain and fear the cause of your fear might vary from person to person but everyone knows how strong it is internally the external circumstances can be big or small but the internal experience is always excruciating the strength of the emotion and the negative toll it takes emotionally and physically is the same for a toddler and a 60 year old snatch away a kid's favorite toy and you would see him suffer snatch away a company's vice president's designation and you would see him or her suffer in the bigger scheme of things like i'm talking about from the universe's standpoint no problem is big enough 
like literally none of our problems would be big enough if you really like zoom out at the edge of the universe but that's not the point the point is that everyone has something to lose here and we don't want that we don't want good things to end and no matter what you say don't make fun of yourself or trivialize your fears saying but ah oh, maybe i'll just stop thinking about it because you know my friends are saying it's not worth it and dude maybe i just you know find something to distract myself because this is not a big fear this might work for a quick distraction but you're basically just slipping your fears beneath a carpet of quick fixes rather than fixing the thought pattern itself in short don't think your fears or worries are nonsense or not worth it if it's bothering you you have to understand how to overcome the problem in a way that it never bothers you again in any shape or form because it comes back in different shapes and forms and obviously it'll come again time to time but you would be more confident about tackling your fears the next time they strike back step number 2 be mindful of physical changes i remember what it was when i had a massive upsurge of fears in my life it feels like you can't breathe properly you find it super difficult to think of positive circumstances focusing on the 10% negative is so much more easier than considering the 90% positive your body runs out of energy and you end up ignoring all the things that would make you feel better when you feel this is happening it's time to take some action three to four things really helped me a lot as soon as i wake up and brush my teeth i have hot water with half a lemon and a teaspoon of honey i drink a lot of water and after an hour i have a fruit with breakfast this body that we have needs fuel to function properly whatever you eat literally becomes a part of you ever since the universe came into existence raw materials have traveled for millions of years to become the food you eat and you're actually made up of the same materials that built this galaxy you have to add the right kind of foods on a regular basis to keep your body activated we will work on the mind sure but you have to bulletproof your strength after this try to do some sort of physical exercise could be 3 to 4 minutes of skipping or stretching or a few crunches now i know that it's absolutely the last thing you want to do when your fears are bothering you because i know as soon as you wake up that same fear strikes you like it's almost like that fear is waiting for you to wake up so that it can irritate you again but i really want you to try giving this a shot early morning i go for a workout at 6 am i wake up at 5 i do this entire thing i go for my workout at 6 am it gets difficult at times but i still try it because i really enjoy the positive effect it has on my body take a break on weekends like i don't do it on weekends but monday to friday i make sure that i work out because see both things are difficult working out is difficult and being in a constant state of physical stress and lethargy is difficult the only difference is that the workout difficult leads to an upsurge of energy while being in a difficult state of fitness leads to a drain of energy you don't have to break your limits you only have to push them slightly i learned this from ranveer alawadia from beer biceps do it slowly but take baby steps and you will be amazed at what happens when you start taking care of your body it's been doing a great job taking care of you otherwise you wouldn't be here listening to this episode step number 
setting the intention. When I started my journey, I completely neglected this ingredient. Intention. Whatever you do, whether it's working out, building a skill, building a body, listening to my episodes, you have to do it with an intention. You have to know why you're doing this because when you have a clear intent, you have access to internal sources of motivation and a clarity that always guides your intuition. Why do I need to fight my fear? I mean, I can just stay fearful, right? Stay inside my comfort zone. Why go through all of this? What is the intent behind doing all of this effort? This is a question I've already answered in my uh, when your fears strike back episode or the relapse episode, but there's one more addition that I would like to add to that long list of reasons. And this addition has become visible to me just recently. And that is that when you take your own negative thoughts extra seriously and consistently operate in fear, the people around you will start to capitalize on it. They will sense and recognize your fears and make you do things or push you around because they know what scares you. I'm going to use a very simple example because I don't want this episode to go too dark. (laughs) But yes, let's suppose you really like your car. You're really afraid of anyone hurting your car. Someone recognizes this and takes away your car, which stresses you out. He threatens you to burn it down unless you do things for him. Now, that guy might be bluffing because he would need quite a lot of space and oil to burn the car. If he burns the car, he would lose his leverage and never get his job done. So he knows he needs the car safe and sound to keep his leverage. Now, you, on the other hand, you lose it. Because just the thought of losing your car would send chills down your spine. Because you'd be thinking, no, what if he's a psychopath and he just burns my car for fun? You're not thinking logically because there are so many different possibilities that that can come up. But you're just focused on that one single possibility of you losing something. Your fears just need a small push. And they will quickly activate your fight or flight response. And they they slither into whatever tiny space they get. And as soon as they know they're in, they start expanding quickly. And you don't want others to take advantage of your fears. Because as we grow up, we want to live life openly, right? We want to build experiences. We want to create, have fun, treat our friends, help the family. And you cannot do all of these things without the right mindset. These things make us realize how important it is to focus on our self-growth. We aren't just improving ourselves for ourselves. If we improve, the art we create improves. The possibilities in which we contribute to the world improves. If we don't let go of negative beliefs, we pass them on to upcoming generations and limit their growth too because it just runs. It just goes ahead with your next generation. Therefore, it's super important to set the intention. You have to make sure that you're thinking in the right direction. You have to grow and you have to keep fighting your fears because you know how important it is. Step number four, remember to be your own friend. You will find a plenty of people who are not your friend. That's all right. There will be times when your best friends would be busy, your parents would be stuck in their own problems and you would only have you with yourself. At such points, 
it's extremely important to make sure you know how to talk to yourself. We often forget that our mind and body are supposed to think and work towards what's best for us. Today, I regularly remind myself that I will never be the cause of my own suffering. People can come and try to hurt me, but my mind and my thoughts are going to behave like my own best friend. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that I reach that goal. And your mind might be throwing negative thoughts here and there, but you remember how smooth things were back then? Like when you were like super young, when none of these negative thoughts existed? Yeah, that, that, that free state of mind. It's still there. It's covered under some layer of rust, but it's still there. It never goes away. Uh, the, the Headspace app teaches us about the clear blue sky. They use that concept to teach this. Uh, sometimes black clouds cover it up, but it's still there. That peaceful blue sky is there, you know, lurking behind the lurking thunder. And you just have to be patient and observe the thunder, let go of it and come back to your clear blue sky. Step number five, recognize the forces that are working for you. When I am in my loops, I become hypersensitive to everything that is going against me, completely losing sight of what is happening in my favor. There are literally hundreds of things going in your favor right now, if you actually think about it. I'm talking about a lot of stuff here, like every single atom in your body is working super hard to make sure you are healthy and alive. Plants are consistently working to produce the air you're breathing. Gravity is making sure that the solar system functions with maximum accuracy and these are like super generic ones. You are sitting without predators around because society has built tools for you. The list goes on, no matter what your fear is whether it's career-oriented or personal, there's always something that is working for you. And once you're mindful of this, your attention starts to nudge from what's against you towards what is going for you. And recognizing what you have is a superpower. Because when you're at war, metaphorical war, you need to make the best of what you have, not focus on what they have, not what you don't have, but making sure that you fight the baddest war with everything you have. Step number six, separate facts from fiction. Sometimes we get so caught up in our own chain of thoughts that we end up forgetting that most of our fears exist only in our head and not in the actual reality. They're lifeless outside of our head. But this can be difficult to truly understand, because we end up spending a lot of time extrapolating from one negative thought to the next one. Although this topic is really diverse, I'm going to pick up two very basic possibilities. The first case is of having a fear that can be tested then and there in real time. For example, asking for a race, or asking a bouncer to let you in a party. You might fear asking, but you know that once you take that one big action, you would quickly know the result and the fear of unknown will lose its leverage on you because there would be nothing left to overthink. You would have this result right in front of you, so the fear loses its leverage. The second case is the tricky one. Now, let's just say I would quit my job and decide to become a scuba diver 
I feel that I would never be able to make enough money. This fear has no expiry date. There is no way to fast forward time and these kinds of fears drain you slowly slowly making you suffer before the event actually takes place. When I get the first kind of fear I quickly take action so that my fears have no leverage. When it's the second kind I have to work harder. I have to check whether I am looking at my situation from a biased lens or am I looking at it from all sides? Because it is absolutely necessary that I really really check whether my thoughts or emotions are coming from my own little bubble of reality or are they arising from facts like real facts because is it absolutely necessary that I would die poor if I became a scuba diver not really because the probabilities uh would say otherwise because you never know the possibilities are literally limitless my imagination might be limited but in the real physical space there are infinite possibilities it's all about imagination figuring out a plan and then taking right action easier said than done i know but just listening and installing this one small ray of hope really goes a long way that dude what you're thinking is not the only outcome there are so many outcomes that you can think of all kinds of good outcomes that you can work towards you have to make sure that whatever you're thinking is mostly based on facts and not fiction because even facts can have exceptions that is true but you have to look at the probability of those exceptions if you and 100 other people do the same thing and get the same result then that is a fact if you are afraid that oh no what if something bad happens to me whereas the other 100 people are pretty relaxed and alive and healthy and doing okay then it's not a fact it's a perspective it's based on probability there's a 10% chance that something wrong might happen but a 90% chance that it would actually turn out quite okay step number 7 observe other people when i started my journey of self reflection i started feeling too stupid because i kept wondering why do i have such nonsensical fears i don't know if that was the right word but you get my point but then i started observing other people and realized that wait it's not just me a lot of people are actually stuck with some really incorrect beliefs i know such people i've been with them for a very long time and i know how harmful their beliefs get for them when i saw someone else stuck with a fearful belief I saw them limit their own potential. No matter how hard I tried, they wouldn't agree to me because it just becomes a part of them. Those beliefs, they really become too close to them. And it was really fascinating for me to see them feel afraid of something that seemed so harmless to me. And you know why? Because I was seeing someone else in a problem. and it's super simple to see someone else stuck and comment ah oh, what's the big deal it's not even a legit fear but when you are in similar situations when you are stuck in your own fears you forget to say the same to yourself you don't actually forget it's too difficult to say the same stuff to yourself we are very quick to identify people who use their intelligence against them but fail to catch it happening in our own heads When we observe ourselves we mix in emotions and biases 
when you see someone else you see it from a third person's perspective we've discussed this in previous episodes as well and it's funny how i've even made a film on this it's called carbonated it's there on youtube the point is that we have to give ourselves a reality check and observe our thoughts just how we give checks to other people and observe their mistakes i do this like literally imagining myself in a fictional movie playing a role like for real like with background music and everything and then as a viewer sitting in a theater having popcorn i think hmm what should this character do now to make this movie a blockbuster hit it really works you should try this see yourself as a viewer see your life see your situation from outside your head outside your body and you would be able to make better judgments step number 7 oops wow it's step number 8 oh wow you guys get a bonus we have 11 steps all right step number 7 part 2 building a new identity i was earlier forcing myself to act as if i am not afraid even though it worked for a while what really helped me was to see myself become a completely new person a person who doesn't have limiting beliefs instead of a person pretending to be fearless or pretending to not fear stuff not trying but truly becoming focusing on fearlessness that comes from awareness and not fearlessness that comes out of ignorance two to three things really helped me I started watching some really powerful documentaries. I started watching amazing films, listening to empowering music and writing up exciting goals. And I asked myself that, dude, if I wanted to hang out with these people, I would have to become as awesome as them because these limiting beliefs are no longer helping me. Watch The Last Dance, watch Suits, read Think and Grow Rich, listen to The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Read about Arjun. Listen to the teachings of samurais and warriors. And there's so much interesting stuff out there. And when I do, when I do consume these things, it is super refreshing. It is super refreshing to listen something that is empowering. Because if you spend too much time with your own negative loops, you you actually forget how it's like to feel motivated. you know it's a very bad state to be in and sometimes you just need that external help and we are super lucky to be in a time where empowering information is so easily accessible through youtube and spotify and all of these apps so yeah that's that step number 8 try being the problem solver instead of being a victim of the problem it was really easy for me to imagine myself in this super sad story of twists and tales where everything was happening to stress me out in my head i was playing a script in my head with like horror music on and after a while i realized that dude we have to change the background music because i'm a filmmaker i know how a powerful background music can be bad shit happened all right let's fix it dude let's just put in some humorous music some some cool kickass music and let's do it again It's tough. Okay, yes, let's get help and fix it. Scared of something? All right, let's break this fear for once and for all so that it never bothers me again. Earlier, the story in my head only had sad endings. Now, they're like a hooking plot twist that's added to make the script more spicy. Now, this is tough to do, but once you start seeing things as an opportunity, 
your entire experience begins to change remember that 10% probability that you were afraid of can you use your research to find people who fix themselves even from that 10% outcome they do exist don't they there would be at least one single person they didn't stop as victims they actually fixed it and they fixed it forever to inspire people like you and so many others there is a truth you know there are some people who have actually outlived your worst case scenario so every single problem can be seen as an opportunity to grow and it's not fictional because you can see living people do the same before you whenever i fall into my own victim state of being crippled by worry or fear i ask myself would i cripple myself if my mom was in the same situation or if my dad was in the same situation because if my parents got into the same issue i naturally get this insane surge of courage and energy to do whatever it takes to fix their problem in fact i wouldn't even care if their fears even came true because i know that i am with them and i will do whatever it takes to take them out why do we fail to show the same courage for ourselves i don't know could be could be the true love that we have for our parents but we really have to love ourselves too we forget that see i'm not a student of psychology but this one single thought experiment really makes me wonder if i can be a problem solver for myself because i can be a great problem solver for the people i love for the people i care about and if i can do that i can definitely be a problem solver for myself if i really try although i've become way way better than where i was 3 to 4 years ago i do fall into a victim state from time to time but the recovery has become much faster now so things do improve i know they do and that's what i want you to know step number 9 talk to someone my first advice would be to seek a really sweet counselor or a therapist who's very experienced but i know a lot of people are still not used to the concept i hope this changes there are financial constraints too i get it it's not that simple it's not that affordable for everyone and that's okay you're working you're growing and one day dude you will have that financial freedom and you will have all the guidance and counselors but for now at least speak to your best friends talk about it talk to your mom about it you need to talk it out get new empowering information from people who do not have the same negative loops that you have been running in your head when you verbally discuss your doubts and fears with someone who knows things well you introduce a new dialogue in your consciousness that helps you add empowering information because without external dialogues you're just communicating with yourself and you keep on giving negative answers to yourself but when you talk to someone else someone who is in a different state of mind in a better state of mind right information based on facts enter your mind discuss your fear with intelligent and aware people and you will be reminded that your fears are not as legit as you made them in your mind obviously this will not apply to everything else because there are some fears that are truly legit and you need to be super careful but for a lot of things we often end up scripting a horror film inside of our head that should be avoided yeah step number 10 this is the last one i promise i we are at the end i know we are at 27 minutes long but just one single step and we'll be done with this step number 10 write down exciting goals if you don't channelize your energy into the right direction 
your fears will occupy on your excess of energy this isn't as easy as it looks or sounds but taking baby steps to think about exciting goals really introduces a new thing to look forward to otherwise you'll keep looking back you'll keep looking back at your fears but if you have something really exciting that really you know makes you happy waking up you have something to look forward to and this is really helpful i regularly read my list of goals and when i see what all i can have suddenly thinking about the possibility of achieving my goals gets more tempting than thinking about my fears and this is something i regularly use add humor to your life smile more introduce some comedy to your daily episodes consuming you know while having food that also you know is something that really helped me to see life from a lighter tone it takes time i won't lie you might be in a loop for 15 to 20 days so rewriting that automatic self talk takes time but when it happens it actually feels like a wound is healing like truly it feels like i'm entering a new group of people you know a new a new universe a new reality and i know i'll never be the same and yeah i mean it's like it's i'm entering a much more empowered state and i fall back from time to time dude that's being human but when i meet people who don't fear the things i fear i get really inspired and now i feel like i really want to become like this so yeah that is all for today i'm not perfect i have a lot to learn and grow but i am sharing these insights because i know what it feels like when you don't have any clue moving forward I tried searching this stuff on net I tried watching videos nothing really gave me insights like practical insights that could change my perspective so I thought I'll just share whatever helped me I hope some of the things I shared help you on your journey always willing for an interesting discussion my instagram is anshmera.png I'll have to go now we'll come back again next month until then this was anshmera and you were listening to episode 19 season 2 of take it easy